0: Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back. This is Lisa Marie Chirko, the host of Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. I'm so happy that you've joined me today. I've been looking forward to talking about this particular topic for quite a while. Um, I had committed to examining the areas of my podcast, um, the actual name of my podcast, which is Time, Love, Coffee, Peace. So those four areas time, love, coffee, and peace, starting with time. And uh, some other things have come up. I've, I've been recently working on a, a new company, and I'm happy to say that I recently launched that brand-new business of how I'm going to be working with people out in the world. It's called Care Planet, and you can find that on the interwebs at careplanet.co. I encourage you to check that out. I'm going to be doing virtual special events and conferences and all of my coaching, my caregiver coaching, my life coaching, my grief coaching. Those will continue. And um, just inspiring and empowering people as always. So anyhow, getting back to time, this is the subject of time, I, I had to move that aside for a little while to, to concentrate on, on my new website and my new business. But, while I was doing all of that, the world of course continued to spin, and lots of really major things happened and i I hate to even use that word major" because since the pandemic began, um you know it's we just have a lot of news every day, never a dull moment and And I know that's my kitty Crystal. Hi Crystal, Crystal's joining me here. Um, I know that people are are tired and fatigued and worn out and anxious, and not all of that news is good. So um, I, I definitely, uh, it just would not be right of me to, I would be remiss to mention the times that we're all living through right now. One of the big things that happened in May, on May 25th, was the killing of George Floyd, and the outcry for justice that followed that, not just in the United States, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, that spread throughout the world. And uh, if you don't believe me, or if you're not sure if that that is a, a true statement, you can uh, you can go to Google and you can you can you can just see from country to country, from state to state here in the U. S. and then all around the world, uh, people really rose up to to demand justice and it's um it really put us into a different place where we're looking at everything with a, a very different lens i know that even as of today uh if i did um i'm not sure if i would how those percentages would look but some people are confused about the black lives matter uh movement they don't understand it others are angered by it um those are bigger questions that I'm not going to tackle today, but it's very, it's fascinating to me. You know, I worked in advertising marketing and public relations for many years to look at, I'm not going to mention them now. You can also look at up for yourself. Major brands, uh, household names that looked at their own branding and realized it did not reflect, uh, you know, what they wanted to put out in the world as a message, you know, and, uh, they just, a lot of rebranding, I'll just put it to you that way, has been going on since, since May. And uh, a lot of major corporations, uh, also at large, large companies, again, I will not mention them, but well-known household names are even, uh, you know, boycotting uh, their advertising, those big advertising dollars on Facebook because some of the practices that are going on there that they no longer find acceptable. So it's, we're at a time where in the midst of everything, in the midst of the pandemic and, you know, unemployment large and a large scale in the United States and people facing eviction and um, people suffering and dying from COVID-19, uh, we're also at the same time examining everything we're doing, really. And, and we're saying we're holding, holding that up and seeing it with a different lens and examining it and saying, well, does this work anymore? Why doesn't it work? Is this what we want? And um, that's how you evolve, you know. Some people don't see it that way, but there's definitely a lot of change, never an easy uh, route. It's never smooth, you know. It's got twists and turns, and um, it's not an easy thing. But, uh, again, some people will will see it with one lens and, and other folks will see it in a very, very different way. But that's what we're going through right now. And we're deciding who do we want to be as a society, as a culture, as a nation, as a planet? What, do, what legacy do we want to leave for our children, for our grandchildren? So it's everything from... Uh, you know, one-on-one, how we treat each other, the environment, um, our institutions, the rule of law. It, it, you know, the list is goes on and on and on. So um, it's just, just, just so much in this time. So uh, the title of this episode it's about it's about time. <laughs> so again, I would have been remiss if I didn't mention these times that we are all living in, and there's a, there's a great opportunity for change and for growth. So that's the silver lining. So now I'm going to get into uh, this idea of of time, this thing we call time, right? Um, I want to start off by saying something that uh, threw me back a little bit when I opened up Twitter and I saw that Ringo Starr having a birthday and turning eighty. That made me feel old. I thought to myself, how can how can one of the Beatles 80? Wow. So, um, you know, we all experienced uh, our own children, uh, friends or relatives, the neighbor's kids, um, you know, uh, we all have that story, right? Like, oh, the last time I saw you were, you know, just knee-high to a grasshopper and now you're three, you know, where has the time gone? You know, you've grown up so fast and, and really, you know, snap your fingers and Time flies, Tempest is And I guess just seeing that headline that, that Ringo was 80, I was like, wow. You know, um, the time doesn't stand still. It doesn't. It marches on. So the paradox, there's a lot of paradox within this concept that we call time. I'm not going to talk about black holes. Um, I, I I love astronomy, by the way. Um, that's, I'll save that for another episode but uh, the the fascinating things that happen with time um, out out in outer space. But um, uh, I I wanted to mention eternity. And I do believe in heaven. And uh, what I have been informed of and read about and heard about uh, is that there is no such thing in the higher realms in heaven as time now isn't that a fascinating uh bit of information to just try to digest and it's impossible for the type of human brain that we have right because on that left side the logic side you just can't grasp it you can't grasp that there's no such thing as time but it's a wonderful thing to think about isn't it That, that there is no time in heaven And they also say, and I believe this is true, that uh, when we cross over, you know, we we certainly discard uh, our earthly bodies and and our soul goes to the higher realms. And um, they say everyone's around 30 years old. (laughs) So when we meet our loved ones in heaven, you know, we're not going to see our great-grandparents who passed away. Um, maybe at 101 or 102, we'll we'll see them as young men and as young women, and and that's uh, it's just fascinating to think that you know everyone's around 30 years old, which is really pretty much the prime of your life. I think we can all agree that's that's really when humans are at their prime, so to speak. Prime is close around it. Um, that's, I, I don't want to, to to be ageist about that, but um, wow, right? You know, we're, we're all 30 years old again in heaven. But think about that. This such just something, it's a lot of fun to ponder, that there is no such thing, time, in heaven. But, you know, down here on planet Earth, we struggle with it. And uh, the pandemic has really done some fascinating things with time. I think it stretched it out like a piece of caffeine or, or bubblegum. You remember when you were a little kid? It was really big. Bazooka bubble gum. There's a couple different brands, but I'm pretty sure you you had a bazooka. Um, You know, like you could put pieces were pretty big, and you put it in your mouth to chew it. And you know, there was always that that one uh, kid from school who a bit of a bully. And I don't know. Maybe you had the experience of getting gum in your hair, or someone threw it there, or maybe it was stuck. Under the desk, Um, there's a lot of fun things that uh, primary school kids, when they're joking around, um, can do with gum. Now, I went to Catholic school. Um, We were not allowed to chew gum. So try telling that to a third-grade mischievous boy or girl, and you're going to find gum in places you normally wouldn't. So, But anyway, I was just trying to give you a visual of Large piece of chewing gum, bubble gum, and stretching it, or saltwater taffy, um, and just stretching it. So that's what the pandemic has has done. I think we all take time just a little differently, especially in here in the United States. Uh, lockdown has uh, pretty much ended, and some states may go back into it. But when we were in in the thick of lockdown uh there didn't seem to be a need for clocks, you know many many people had trouble sleeping nightmares that actually that is not an uh a phenomenon that has gone away. I know that it that's still continuing for people all over the world, but it was just like there was no time it just uh for me it seemed that way. it was like it was just always uh i don't know two o'clock in the afternoon uh, even though you know the moon came. We had moonrise, sunrise, sunset. It it, it was just hard to describe, but but definitely something that took place. And interestingly enough, just a few days ago, uh, there was an article that came out. I'm going to read this to you. Uh, And this was, it showed that in lockdown, in, in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic it showed how uh, people's perceptions of how slowly or how quickly time is passing by, they, they were very different. So this particular study that was done in the U.K. found that several factors, including age, affects how people view the passage of time during lockdown. People over the age of 60 reported seeing that time was going by slowly compared to younger people. Okay. Uh, I am not over 60 yet, folks, um, but for me, as I mentioned a second ago, two seconds ago, Time seemed to slow down. Uh, The article goes on to say other factors that made time slow down included high levels of stress, feeling unsatisfied with the amount of social interactions, and not having as many tasks to do, as we all know so well. All of our routines just got thrown out the window, and so that impacted our perception of time. On the flip side, the article goes on to say people who were busy which likely includes parents who are juggling both their jobs and children, found that time was flying by. So parents who were homeschooling their children and also perhaps uh, juggling a job at home, they found that they didn't have enough time during the day. So the study's author, Ruth Ogden, Ph.D., says, I'm quoting her, from previous research, we may have expected time to pass slowly during lockdown because lockdown is boring and depressing. Thank you, Crystal. Uh, Ruth Ogden, by the way, is a senior lecturer in psychology at Liverpool John Moores University in the U.K. Thank you, Crystal. Boredom is associated with a slowing of time, said Ogden, and people who are depressed often report the days dragging by. We would therefore assume that universally slow during lockdown. However, my research shows that this isn't really the case. And she goes on to say, when I looked at what made time pass slowly, I found that being older, above 65, and having low levels of satisfaction with current levels of social interaction and high levels of stress were likely to make someone feel like lockdown was passing slowly. Conversely, being young, busy, and socially satisfied made lockdown pass more quickly. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, the study goes on to talk about mood and engagement and, and all of these these factors. Um, so I, I just thought that it was fascinating to look at all of that. Um, now, going back to, I'm going to quote here from someone we all know. It's William Shakespeare. This is from King Lear. The weight of this sad time we must obey. Speak what we feel, not what we ought to say the oldest hath born most. We that are young shall never see so much nor live so long. So it's interesting uh, going into that mode of we must obey the time, you know. Um, It's always around us and in our lives, depending on what we're going through right now a lens that we have to see everything through is, is the pandemic. So it's going to impact time. One could have a period of great joy. Let's say, you know, marriage and a honeymoon or, or having a child or adopting a child or uh, welcoming a new pet, adopting, uh, becoming a pet parent or moving into a new home or starting college or a, uh, getting a master's degree or the, the joyful events and the sorrowful events as well. Having a loved one pass away and going through grief that can speed all of these things can speed time up or slow time down. So, what is this thing going back again to the essence of it? Really hard to put a finger on. Um, what is it? You know, doing what would happen if we didn't have clocks, if there were no clocks anywhere, you know, like in Vegas, right? Uh, or, if no one wore a watch, if we didn't see the time on our laptops and cell phones, you know, well, I guess we, you know, could always make a sundial like they did uh, many moons ago, but why do we need it? You know, has, any, has anyone ever stopped to think about that? I'm sure they have. I'm sure there's been many. Uh, Articles written about this and research done. Why Why do we need to measure time thing? Is it a bad thing? It's It's really a fascinating thing. And there's things like on a daily basis, you know, we're, we especially now that many people are working from home, we are always uh, informed. I, want, I don't want to use the word bombarded, but uh, we are co- consistently informed. Of how best to use our time. So, how to get the most out of your morning. You know, those articles about what successful executives do before 9 a.m., how they start their day, um, how to get more done on the weekend, uh, how to save time. So, it control the uncontrollable, right? Uh, and, and I think that's the human part of our human condition. It's impossible to control time. It cannot be controlled. And, but yet we do try. We do, we do make an attempt at it. And uh, once in a while I think we feel we are successful at controlling it, but it really can't be controlled. It, it, it will go on. You know, whether or not you, if you're a student, whether or not you study for your exam and prepare for it, um, you're still going to have to take that exam. The time will still fly by. Oh, this is that expression. Um, <laughs> one of my teachers in high school said this. Um, you know, time will pass, but will you? You know, whether you do anything or not, the time will just continue to go by. So we're, we're, we're always racing. Uh, talk about a show. I was as a little girl. I remember this particular game show called Beat the Clock which was a lot of fun. Um, Some of you listening may remember that. Isn't that what we're trying to do every single day is beat the clock. We're always trying to do that. And, you know, women seem to have a society it has been in place for a while now. It's moved a little bit, but society seems to have given us a, a watch and said, okay, if you're 25 Probably between 25 and 30, you probably should be married by 30. You should start having the kids, and you know, and by the time you're in your 50s, you should be doing this, and etc. And if you're a, a guy, uh, there's also a set of circumstances that society says, okay, you should probably be doing it's a little different for women, um, I dare say, and I think most women will agree with me a little. There's more of a a box around what women, quote-unquote, should do by a certain age. And if you don't, hmm. So um, it's interesting. And, uh, you know, that thing, I suppose it has to do with the biological clock, you know. But again, there, time, 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 time. And some people have tried to free themselves, free themselves from that. You know, there are people who will live in places on this planet where time may have stopped a little bit, sort of uh, their answer to Walden's Pond, you know, some beautiful paradise. It could be tropical. It could be uh, some little mountain village in Switzerland, but places like that that uh, are not adhering to the hustle and bustle of bourbon or city life, that certainly brings you away from the clock watching, but it's, always there it's always there and i invite you to do an experiment time now if you don't meditate yet i do encourage you to do so there's a lot of wonderful apps out there you can certainly go to the internet and find information but there's some wonderful apps um even in the past year that have been created that created that will help you to meditate but uh for me anyway, it seems to slow down time. So if I meditate, let's say I start doing it at um ten fifteen AM and I close my eyes and I quiet my mind. I'm always fascinated when I open my my eyes to see how quickly time has passed. And I don't feel my logical mind is blown when I look at the clock and I think to myself, how in the world did that just snap your your fingers? How did it go by so quickly like that? So I'm fascinated by that. So there's something that, that occurs there. So for those who haven't tried meditating yet, again, I encourage you to do so. And for those who do meditate, you probably know what I'm talking about. You'll look at the clock and then you'll stop your meditation and be pretty amazed at how quickly... The time has gone by. So uh, going back to, you know, Tempest fusion, time slide. So what, what are we doing with our time? And how do you want to spend your time? Do you feel guilty about, quote, unquote, wasting time? Um, what is wasted time? If you're enjoying yourself, it's not really wasted, but we feel guilty, right? If we are watching reruns of... Seinfeld when we should be doing something else like preparing our taxes or something else that's on our to-do list. But I think as humans we are we are getting better at giving ourselves space and time to relax to feel to not have these strict parameters about what to do, when, and how to do it. I think as, you know, just in the past decade, I think that, uh, in my opinion, humanity as a whole has gotten much. So, um, again, it's just, it's a fascinating topic, and I, I will most likely revisit time again in an upcoming episode because I am, I'm interested in it and I'm fascinated it. I have had the experience countless times of time slowing down, of time speeding up, and I know that all of you have as well. So, what is that all about? You know, um, <laughs> it's it's certainly something interesting to ponder, and um, and to just since we can't capture it, you know, it's. Uh, put it in a jar and and put the lid on the jar and put it on a shelf and take it down on a day when we want more time. We can't. It seems to flow right through our fingers. Um, So all we can do, all we can do is uh, just cherish every moment, live in the present moment, not the past, which is gone, not the future, which hasn't happened yet, but the beautiful present moment where the time is all, always now. And like I have said before, uh, I, uh, the present moment is always perfect. And it is. So I encourage you all to cherish it and to cherish each day. So with that, I am going to end this episode. I will encourage you to visit my new business, which is living at Care Planet. I'm going to be having uh, daily inspiration with videos and uh, online uh, virtual events with experts in the dementia care field and uh, many other areas. My podcast will be there to listen to as well. And by the way, uh, Time Love Coffee piece is also now available on the Apple iTunes Store and Spotify as well as Google Podcasts, so you can find me there. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I wish you cherish every moment. That's what I would uh, encourage all of you to do. We are living in difficult times, but there's a silver lining to every single day that we are living through right now. I wish you many blessings, and in the Days ahead, and until we speak again, as always, wishing you all green lights. Take good care.